Hello my beautiful creatures, how's it going? Good I hope. So I'm so sorry if there's been any confusion. I have changed my name from White Witch Samantha to Confessions of a Witch and that's for the podcast name as well as my Instagram and Facebook name. So that will be switched over and is in the process of being switched over now. So I'm going to be adding this to the episodes that I already have. I hope that my followers that I already have can find me very easily. Hopefully you guys um, were following me on Spotify or Anchor or whichever way that you guys are listening to me so that it's easy for you guys to find me again. So I'm so sorry about the confusion. I won't be changing my name again. This is what it is and what's going to be staying. So um, thank you so much for the support. I really appreciate it. And uh, I hope that you guys have a great day and please feel free to get in contact with me now at Confessions of a Witch on my Instagram or Facebook page. Thanks guys. Have a great day. Bye. Hello, my fellow witches. How's it going? How are you guys doing? How you feeling today? I don't know about where you guys are at in the world, but where I'm at right now in Canada, the sun is shining. The skies are barely cloudy. And it is so blue and it just feels so, so nice. I sat outside for a little bit this morning and I loved it. It has nothing to do with this podcast, but I did want to share that with you guys. I'm I'm loving the warmth that's coming. All right, so. This is the third episode of my podcast, but I'm going to call this episode one. The first one was kind of me introducing myself to you guys. So if you want to know about more about me, please go check that one out. The second one was kind of like public service announcement, coming out of the broom closet, and just some basic stuff that people ask about witches. Um, Some questions you guys might have about witchcraft and whatnot, some questions your family might have about witchcraft. So if you wanna go listen to that, feel free to do so. But this episode, we are gonna be talking about some fun stuff. We're gonna be going over how to organize your notes, getting started on your book of shadows and names and titles which 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 if you will <laughs> I know dad jokes I'm great at them right um so just before I get started I do want to say this this isn't for everyone and you may not agree with everything that I say that's okay um, but please please be kind responsible and respectful the information I'm providing is pulled from different resources they are reliable and as well as it is part of my knowledge as well that the stuff that I've learned so I am choosing to share that with you guys okay if you do have questions feel free to reach out to me if you don't agree with something but you want to discuss it in a a calm you know responsible manner please reach out to me and discuss that I would absolutely love to talk to you guys so you can find me on my Instagram or on my Facebook under white witch Samantha and in case you guys didn't know My name is Samantha and I am your host. (laughs) All right, so let's get started. Um, Organizing your notes, book of shadows. So what I think you guys should do if you're just getting started, a great way to organize your notes. I did this myself. I found it very easy, very simple. And I'm a little bit of like a neat freak when it comes to organizing my book of shadows. So what I did was I got a binder and I got like a really hard plastic one, not like a flimsy one from the dollar store. I spent a couple dollars, got a good binder. And what I did was I got some extra binder organizers and I put all my stuff in there. So each section would be a different topic. 
and as you find more topics you might have like I don't know a larger topic like gods and goddesses and then in that you'll have your gods and then you'll have your goddesses but then you might be looking at different pantheons of gods and goddesses so then you'll have different little sections in there like subsections and stuff so I just found that this was a really great way to organize my stuff and as I was learning and growing especially in the first year or two you come across a lot of new information so by doing that I just found it very easy to find my notes and kind of look back at stuff another thing that I would like to say is when you are taking information from certain resources whether it's a book or the internet or anything write down where you got that information from I can guarantee you there's gonna come a point where you're like oh man where did I get that from and you're gonna not be able to figure it out and you'll be like I know I read it somewhere I wish I could find where I got it from and you know go back to that resource so please do that that might be very helpful um, let's see what else um, organizing it also get creative with it like get super creative with it my so the first binder I had before I got a hard binder, I was using one that was, it was hard, but it wasn't quite as stiff as the one I have now. Um, but it had like one of those little things where you could slide a picture inside of it. So I actually got super creative. I made a beautiful artwork for the front, beautiful artwork for the back. I made them like, um, I placed them one on top of each other and made sure they were able to connect. So like the design looked like it was just on one long piece of paper and then I took each piece of paper and put one in the front and in the back. So my whole thing was super creative, very organized, very me, and very artsy. So I find most switches tend to be artsy, fartsy in some sort of way. So I'm sure you guys will have lots of fun with designing your book of shadows. Now, if that's not something that you want to do, if you don't want to do a binder, you could always get a really beautiful notebook. You can get lots of different ones um, online. You can find some really cool ones in Kohl's that have like beautiful leather um, detailing and stuff like that and you can just use that as a book and do that and have your book of shadows. Um, another thing that you could do is you get multiple little notebooks and organize each book like as a section and then put them all together later on and make like a really big book if you're like extra fancy and creative with it. But do what works for you. You're going to know the best way to organize your notes and stuff like that. So those are just some ideas and things um, that you can do that will hopefully help you out. Um, I'm going to quickly go over some things that you would like to put in your book as far as sections go. So you're going to obviously want to have gods and goddesses. You're going to want to have a section for candles. You're going to want to have a section for names. So what I mean by names is like different types of witches and witchcraft that's out there. And just having like a brief description on it so you can kind of reference that if you need to go back and look at that because in like I had mentioned before in your first year you may not know what type of witch you want to be so just kind of having those ones there to be able to look back at and then kind of expand upon would be good to have um, another thing would be herbs color association different types of plants the moon the sun different planets um, divination tools that you would use I would even do a section that's just about protection in general, like not just spells, but protective things in general. I think it would be nice to have. How to cast a circle, how to dismiss a circle, different types of crystals, altar things. So make a list of like, what are things that you would like to eventually have on your altar? What are things that you already have on your altar? What does it symbolize? 
what are the things that go with them, what's the information that goes with them, what's the history, that type of stuff. <clears throat> and different cleansing methods. So you can use visualization, you can use water for some things, you can use salt for some things, um, you could do smoke cleansing, you can do sound, there's lots of different options out there. So those are those are just a few ideas of things that you can kind of do and then kind of build upon that. And you know, for my astronomers out there, you can even get really creative when it comes to your planets and stuff. So definitely just make it fun, make it creative. Um, I don't know if I said elements, but definitely make sure there's an element section in there as well. All right, so hopefully that helps you guys out. If you have any other questions about that, again, message me, we can talk about it. I can help you come up with some other ways and other things that you might want to add in there as well. And I would love to hear from you guys. What are some things that you guys are putting in there that maybe I didn't mention? Do you know, like, oh, the other thing too, sorry, a dictionary. So this might sound silly, but it's really not. It's actually super, like it's really helpful. When you come across different terms and words that maybe you don't know what they are or what they mean, um, or that have magical associations that you, you don't think you're gonna, well, even if you remember them, but things that you don't, you've never come across, when you do come across them, write, write the word down, write the definition, write some information about it and create like a dictionary because <laughs> honestly, it'll be so helpful. Cause I've come across things I'm like, oh, okay. And then I had started a dictionary and I didn't keep up with it. And then later on I was like, oh my gosh, what was that thing? Where did I read that? Where did I find it? What does that mean? And I went to go back and look at it and I'm like, oh, I mean, obviously in today's day and age, you can always just Google stuff, but having like your own little witchy dictionary just seems like very, very fun. I'm a little bit of a nerd, so just go with that. <laughs> um, all right. So now that I've divulged that I'm a total nerd, let's talk about, sorry, my throat hurts a little bit, so you'll be, hear me drink up some water. If you Google the definition of a witch, you're going to find a few different descriptions pop up um, and you can follow those different descriptions and things down many different pathways. So the word witch derives from the old English word Wicca and Wiki, masculine and feminine forms respectively. Then this later became witchy in Middle English, which meant the same thing as Wicca and Wiki but I didn't distinguish between the genders being used to reference both males and females. The origin of the word Wicca and Wiki isn't entirely known, but it's thought that the words themselves originally meant wise one. So the origin of the word Wicca, um, it has lots of different spellings. I'm not gonna spell them all. I don't wanna bore you with all that, but there's lots of different spellings of it. And then um, there's like, 13 or something there. I'm going to give you a couple of them because they're spelled really interestingly. Like W-Y-C, W-Y-C-H-E. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, other words found using the root word witch, W-Y-C-H is how it's spelled, are Wicca, a wizard, soothsayer, sorcerer, magician, Wiki, a witch or a sorceress, witchy craft, and that's spelled W-I-C-C-E dash C-R-A-E-F-T, sorcery, magic, art, wiki, dumb, like D-O-M, witchcraft, sorcery, magic, and wikian, 
or Wiccan, and to practice magic is what that one is. So the word Wicca was originally pronounced Wicca and would have point pertained to an action or person performing an action, Witcher, rather than applying to religion. And then the prefix Wick means to bend and it's applied generally to various forms of trees which have pliable branches. And that includes one such as witch elm, witch wood, mountain ash, or rowan tree. I might be pronouncing some of this stuff incorrectly, so please forgive me. I am from Newfoundland. We don't have the best English. Um, it sounds so bad, but it's true. And so those are all just different trees and things that are named because of the flexibility of their branches. As far as we are able to to determine the people who came to be called witches were so named because of their use or supposed use of various pliable branches in their work. The use of branch for witching water, so uh, it's a divining rod used for finding underground water sources. So for example, it pertains first to the use of a flexible branch for the process and only later to the person using the branch. So that is some stuff I had found Googling up how the word witch and Wicca came to use. So let's go over the difference in the meanings of paganism and neo-paganism. Wow, I'm so sorry guys. Conversate. My talking is not very good today. So the Latin paganus is generally thought to mean a country dweller, a peasant, or countryman. The earliest use of the word referred to country people outside the city of Rome who refused to join the Roman army. It, it gradually became to mean anyone not keeping up with the beliefs and changes in the progressive city of Rome, and then eventually was applied to anyone not of the most modern religions. Today, most people define pagan as someone who is not Christian, Jewish, or Muslim, and or more specifically, someone who follows a poly, polytheistic religion. Wow, my English is really, really bad today. Wait. All right. We call modern earth religions such as Wicca, which borrow early polythe polytheistic religions, neo pagan, to dif differentiate them from the pagan religions whose practices have changed a little since pre Judeo Christian times. I don't know why that was so hard to get out. I am so sorry. Wow. <clears throat> I'm gonna have a drink of water here. I sound really ridiculous today. I'm so sorry for that, guys. Okay, next. What is not witchcraft? Unfortunately, as witchcraft has become more and more popular, the practice of it has become more of a fad um, I don't want to call it a fad, but I kind of feel like it's a bit of a fad for some people. It's seen as something fun and cool to do. Movies, TVs, shows, and the internet have caused an enormous influx of young people who believe that becoming a witch is a matter of just declaring yourself a witch, which is not so. Calling yourself a witch to shop friends and relatives is not, not a good idea. I don't recommend it, and I just don't think it's fair to people who are witches. <clears throat> So witchcraft is not a fantasy world where you can expect to escape from all your problems, and it's not an end-all be-all for solving your problems. 
And I also want to point out witchcraft is not just about putting curses or hexes and doing spells. Not all witches use those tools in their craft either. I mean, witches use spells, but not hexes and curses. Some do, some don't. Um, so I'm going to reference Kayla Trobe from The Witch's Guide to Life. I'm just going to give you the definition she had given of what a witch is. And that is, anybody, whether Wiccan or otherwise, who acts positively to enhance his or her life using magic, worships the old gods in whatever form, even as simple energies inherent in nature, accepts responsibility for his or her own actions, follows the cycles of the seasons with magical and practical awareness, works with the lunar and stellar tides, and celebrates the full moon, however quietly strives towards self-improvement, often involving initiation experiences and thinks himself or herself as a witch. So I really, really liked that explanation of witch. I felt like it was, as a whole, quite accurate. Um, obviously, in different types of witchcraft, that may vary, but I think, again, as a whole, as an umbrella, I think that's a beautiful explanation of it and very simple and concise. So I'm going to be using that as a definition of a witch in general. So different types of witchcraft. So you there's like hereditary witch, solitary witch, hedge witch, green witch, eclectic witch, etc. The list goes on and on. There are so many different types of witches out there. And in time, you'll find the one that best suits who you are in your practice. Again, you don't need to feel... Don't feel the need to label yourself just yet. You know you want to be a witch. You're going to figure it out and you'll get there. Um, don't define yourself yet as you start your path. Give it some time, maybe a year or so, maybe six months. You'll kind of figure it out when you figure it out before you commit to any particular practice of witchcraft. For myself, I highly, highly recommend finding a practice that aligns with your beliefs, but also your ancestral heritage. This will this will provide a deep sense of belonging, understanding, and connection to your very own heritage, as well as it be a great source of ancestral power. I encourage you to do your research and to avoid practicing closed practices, which is going to lead us into our next part of our conversation. Which ethics? So what is an ethic? Ethics consist of standards of conduct combined with moral judgment and moral philosophy. There's no one set of morals or ethics which can apply to all people at all times in history. Ethics are very much based on local and current standards. There is a huge issue in the witch community that I'm seeing involving closed practices. <clears throat> and this is kind of why I wanted to bring this up because I think it's super important for people to know about them. I think a lot of people who are newer to witchcraft and even some people who are who's been practicing for a long time, they don't know that there are closed practices and that they should not be practicing certain things or um, taking certain things from cultures or practices and um, using them as their own. So a closed culture, closed practice is one that isn't open to outsiders. For example, many Native American cultures are closed and certain aspects of their religion, clothing, rituals, uh, herbs and stuff are closed to outsiders. So if you weren't born into it or initiated by someone who was part of that, 
you can't be part of it and you can't use it. Um, there's actually quite a few different cultures and practices that are closed. So I was trying to find like a list that gave like one whole list of them, but I couldn't find one. But there is a lot of ones involving, from what I understand, hoodoo, voodoo, New Orleans voodoo, Native Americans, a lot of their stuff is closed. Um, there's even, I believe, some African ones that are closed as well. So just, again, be really conscious of what you're taking and where you're taking it from. There are certain types of Wiccan practices, like the, uh, I think it's Alexandrian Wicca that is closed. So the reason why it's closed is because unless you are being initiated into it by someone who was initiated into it from the original people who were part of it, you can't be part of it. So I hope that makes sense and that you guys are understanding what I'm saying here. If you want to know more about it or if you're unsure about it, you can always Google it and you can always reach out to other Wiccans. You can always reach out to myself and say, hey, is this something that is okay to be practicing? I'm not sure. So this is why I was saying that it's really, I think it's really important that you practice something that goes with your heritage because then it's something that's part of you and it's part of your history and your family and your bloodline and you know it's it's part of you so I think that would make the most amount of sense for something that you're going to practice some people don't necessarily agree with that they may feel like they want to work with something that's outside of their heritage um, and again that's okay as long as it's not a closed practice so just be aware of that I wanted to point that out I wanted to I feel like there isn't a lot of stuff that we go by as like very strong hard rules as far as a community of witches, but that's definitely something that you do need to be aware of. So um, if you guys want to do the kind of homework research, what I'm suggesting is look at where your family's from. Is there like a predominant type of witchcraft in that area? What is it? What's the basis of it? And even the other thing too that I think would be fun is put what your definition of a witch and what your definition of witchcraft is because I guarantee you what your definitions right now are and what your definitions in a year from now are, are going to be actually very different and I think that'd be kind of neat to see how much you have changed and grown within yourself and your craft and your knowledge in the next little bit. So if you have any questions about today's topics please reach out. I can be found on my Instagram or my Facebook page under White Witch Samantha. And again, thank you so much for listening to me. Thank you for hanging out with me. I really appreciate it. Um, have a wonderful evening and blessed be. Thanks, guys. Bye.